about funny stuff. Serious about food. Serious about anything that I'm in the mood for. Serious. Let's get serious. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Let's get serious. Hello, hi. This is Kendall. Uh, you're listening to Let's Get Serious Podcast. My guests today are Jonathan Braylock and Rami Youssef. Did I say everybody's name right? Yes, you did. That was great. Good. That was awesome. Good. I was, I was a little nervous. I always get nervous. I have a friend who's named Josh Blaylock. Yeah. And so your name, every time I try to say Braylock, I yeah. felt like I was making fun of him. Yeah. Making oh. fun of Josh. Yeah. In fact, uh, no, like that's a common experience with me. I, my nickname used to be Mookie because there was a famous basketball player called Mookie Blaylock. Oh, and yeah. And so in, in uh, middle school, everybody called me Mookie. Yeah. Yep. But that's... But it's just it's in a letter the past off. Now? It's a letter off. We, I mean, I just assume that like when uh, my dad's family, they don't know how they got here. But I mean, probably you know slavery. But <laughs> um, nobody told them. Nobody told on. them. But um, I mean, like, we don't really want to tell you how you got here. I assume that their name was Blaylock, and then like somewhere they were like, no, we're gonna make that an R. They Blaylock like, is yeah. much easier to say. They didn't want to be associated with the basketball player, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I don't know a lot about basketball, but if I did, I'd I'd make a topical joke here. Yep. About <laughs> about Mookie. My cousin and I later found out that my cousin who lives in Cleveland, he also had the nickname Mookie because his name last name is Braylock as well. Oh, Mookie. So did, but you we didn't. Both were, you we didn't both con- were Mookies. You didn't consider treatment. going that route. <laughs> no. No. It, it died off. It it's died not off too quickly. late to change. See, you know, Mookie. you move to a new city. You know, I mean, new, a new you, new people. Yeah. You could be, you could be whoever you want. You could be Mookie. This is true, but uh, just something to think about. I encourage I, that move. I like, I like, I like to keep it like a, you know, like a select few know that, you know. And do now, you, do and now people call you John or Jonathan? Uh, either or. I really don't. I really don't, you know, care either way. I just don't like to be called Johnny. Oh, do yeah. people do that? No. <laughs> what kind of people do that? Like well, Rami. Said no, so like that's... Rami would do it. Like. If he like knew, yeah. Which now he does. So now he I know. So he's like not, Johnny. Call him Johnny all the time now. Unless it's like Johnny B, then I, I can understand. But do I people call you Rom? You know, people people call me uh, Rami um, or mommy. Mommy. <laughs> yeah, people. <laughs> your ch- your children. <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> mostly. <laughs> they be my children. Yeah. Um, or like when I was in middle school people will call me like Rami runs and cries to his mommy stuff like that and then uh, you know as it. people got more mature right. they just cut it down well I uh, had the gay lock because Bray rap, you know that's that was the popular thing to do in middle school yeah that was great just rhyme whatever I had a friend named Ramos and we called him Gamos so that, yeah. you know nice you know. did that did that stuff uh, inspire your uh, no homo <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, subconsciously, I bet it did. Probably. All right, well, let's back up a little bit uh, for our listeners. The two of you are in a group called Inside, Inside Joke, Joke Films. Films. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you're here, and you're here at the Chicago Sketch Comedy Festival. You performed last night, which was Thursday, January 6th. 6th. Yeah. And so I saw the show, and then you're performing again on Sunday, Sunday January 9th. Yes. At four. 
this should be up before then. So if you're listening to this, you could most likely see that show. You, should you could you could meet it. us. You yeah, could meet you could us. put faces to these voices. Yeah, and there there's you know delicious. I don't know what's going to happen yet because we just started, but there might be some burning question that comes out of out of this little discussion that somebody is like, oh, I got an yeah, answer. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. There's going to be some cliffhangers. I think so. With this interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to reveal everything. No, you wouldn't want to. Then what's going to keep them coming back? This is like a trailer. But like a... <laughs> a trailer like a, for our show. A trailer for our show, yeah. But it's longer than... It's like a really long trailer, it's yeah. It's show. like one of those trailers that show the whole movie, but you still want to see the movie for some reason. Yeah. Like the mm. fighter. No, I know what you mean. I yeah. I did not care for the fighter. Just really? Like, I didn't see it. I'm... I liked it. I like sports movies, though. Like, I like anything with, like, a ball. Like, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get into it. They hit each other. There's no ball. Yeah. That's a really bad example. There is a ball, though. That was a terrible example. No, listen. There's a ball. He punches, like, that that ball thing. To me, that's a ball. That's that's a stretch. It's probably made by Spalding, so. There's probably, like, a medicine ball. There was a medicine ball. Probably tosses around medicine ball. I believe Christian Bale plays some basketball in prison. Okay, well, I guess I'm... I didn't really take all that into account, and I feel like a fool. There was a lot going on there, guys, so just so everyone knows. Well, you know, I I have a lot to say about the fighter, but maybe another time. Our time is limited here, so maybe (laughs) we'll focus more on the sketch comedy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We don't have to. If we get bored, maybe we'll go back to the fighter. We'll go back. We'll analyze Oscar I wish we could. Let's analyze True Grit, a movie I've seen. True Grit? I liked True Grit. I think I like True Grit more in retrospect than immediately yeah, after watching absolutely. it. It's like all the Coen Brothers movies. I feel like you go into their movies and if you love their films and you have these really high expectations, you're kind of like wanting to be just blown away every time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to live up to that. But then later when you're thinking about it, you're like, oh, you know what? There was, there was some good stuff it going did on. Absolutely. To it. absolutely, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Like, and yeah, the, I, I and expected there, it to be something something a little bigger. And then I, when it wasn't, you, first you're like, oh. But then just thinking back, you're like, but it was very, I don't know. I, the performances are amazing, and it sits well with you, you know? So this actually kind of relates to something I wanted to talk to you guys about. It's a little, it might be confusing to somebody who doesn't know what's going on at all, that you're you have a group called inside joke films, Mm -hmm. but you're doing a live performance Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't even really understand what sketch comedy is at all. So I was wondering kind of how you guys got into it initially, which I know is like standard kind of question, but from what I know and correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. uh, John, you on your, I did research a little, I looked at your, I looked at your website Mm -hmm. I read your about, things well i maybe even looked at facebook page i'm wow. not sure okay you know that's i like to do facebook research wow, that's that good that's cool I, that's where you get the real yeah, the real yeah. stuff i'm impressed so but anyway um i saw john on your uh about thing it said that you were inspired originally by Derek comedy and britannic britain how do you uh, say is it britannic britannic yeah britannic because brian and brian and nick yeah yeah uh you were inspired by seeing their videos yeah. on youtube and that's what kind of made you want to do comedy. Right. You both, did you, have you, are you both NYU people? Just, just me. Just, just you? John, yeah. We actually met in high school. Okay. We were both doing uh, a Christmas carol. 
<laughs> you played the ghost of Christmas future. You're awesome. All yes. Right. Wow. All right. Yeah. That was my role. That okay. was, was big for me. Ooh, I knew I, I knew it was time well spent. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the ghost of Christmas past though. So oh we really? Were like opposite. Of each you other. were like ghost yeah. brothers. Yeah. We were ghost brothers. Ghostbusters. But we were ghosts. So we weren't Ghostbusters. No, we were the opposite. Yeah, you, yeah. Sometimes it. Sometimes you confuse <laughs> yourself with the opposite of yourself. I know I do. Right. <laughs> uh, so you were you were inspired by these like comedy films. Um, both of you, you men in high school. Both of you ended up doing some UCB training stuff in New York. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean that was. But um, we started doing that after I guess uh, after we started to get into sketch comedy. Okay. Um, so, so is that why it's called Inside Joke Films? Right. Uh, basically, that, that that came from uh, we, we used to be a three person group. Um, our friend Kyle Coles also used to be a part of our, our group. And uh, after I saw like 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 you said, Derek and Britannic, um, I just came back that summer. It was the summer of '08, and uh, I was like, we should do these like short you know sketches i guess i didn't re- i didn't call them sketches at C- the time came back from where uh i'm sorry like i was away i guess at NYU and they were still in jersey which is where we were all from rutherford okay and uh so that summer i was like we should do this we and we wound up writing a lot um but we didn't really film anything we filmed like one sketch and we put it on youtube and we were like yeah we're awesome and what and, was that first one and the first one was silent but deadly okay. and uh we later went back and re-edited it but uh it was like five minutes the first time we put it up. And it was it was one take, and we were like, "This is great." We didn't edit it. Was we that put, improv stuff? It yeah. was it was it was like improv off of like a like a one pager, and like most of those lines from that like ended up. I think a lot of the funniest parts of the sketch were never even written down, and then uh, yeah, we like didn't edit it. We just took it, sat down in my basement, watched it with like a, like ten people. Like we were all like cracking up, and we were like, "All right, let's put this up. It's awesome." Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, basically. Uh, after a bit, I started to do some, I guess, research about sketch comedy. I started to, I went to UCB, uh, started going to their shows summer of '09. Uh, and Rami started coming to their shows as well. And you, were you, you were already at NYU at this point? And I was at NYU, yep. What uh, were you studying? third year, uh, acting. Okay. So that's why, I mean, I was always into acting. Um, Rami was into acting and, and film, and Kyle was into film which is why we all decided to get together. So Inside Joke Films was originally going to be like, I guess, a film company name. Um, and then after seeing some of the live shows at UCB that summer of 09, I was like, we should put up a live show too. Um, and we did some videos. We did a bunch of videos that summer. Uh, we did uh, No Homo. We did uh, Yes, We Can uh, because I went to NYU. And um, that summer we put up a show in our hometown in Rutherford in uh, uh, William Center Theater, which is uh, a theater there that's like, has a historical, uh, whatever. Yeah, it's like William Carlos Williams, <laughs> they, the poet. Like he wrote about like plums and stuff. Like right. he has like this big, <laughs> this big poem. But basically, <laughs> they can't t- tear the theater down, but it's hardly used. So we rented it out, and uh, we wound up like packing the house. There was like three hundred plus people there. We got the newspapers to come, and uh, it was a you know it was a fair. It was pretty good, successful show, uh, thirty minute show. At, um, and that was the first time. And that was the first time we on. did it. Yeah. Did you work with the director on that? Uh, not no. really. We had uh, we had uh, some friends come in, um, to look at it uh, after we had put it together, like literally like the day before. Was, they yeah, came the, I think in. the day of. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, like just, the day before we came in, they looked at it and they they gave us some notes, but that was about it. Um, yeah, we actually haven't really worked with a director yet. Really, yeah, we've had we've had you know um, 
our good friend Jake helped us look over a lot of stuff, and uh, our friend Jesse's helped us look over a lot of stuff. But like overall, um, yeah, we haven't like formally like gotten with the director. We usually like write our stuff, rehearse it, and then have a friend look at it and give us some tips on. Yeah, know. well, that was definitely something I wanted to ask you about because your show, your stage show, definitely feels like you guys have been had some formal training or like had worked with. You know what I mean? It didn't mm. seem. Like I guess, especially with the group, with the group being named that it's a film thing, it could have felt a lot more like doing video sketches on stage, if, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. But and I had seen your videos online before the show, and I was kind of like, that's what I knew, like that's what I was kind of expecting to see. But then, as soon as your show starts, it's very obvious that you are in the sketch theater scene (laughs) you know what i mean like that's like something that you're involved with that um it felt like a a stage show yeah not and uh i think a lot of that comes from um i mean even though you know i had i I have acting training and, and rami does too um a lot of that comes from just watching sketch comedy i mean we watched a lot like we watched a lot of shows like not just video sketches um, but you know a lot of live shows, and um, we. I, I mean, I guess uh, one thing we're pretty good at just like evaluating shows, taking like finding out what's funny about them, and like I, like we enjoy the overall experience, but we can take a step back and like look at the show within a you know objective point of view and say, okay, what like how did this work? How did they accomplish this? How you know? And like taking that kind of stuff, even taking um, uh, certain uh, just ideas that people have, like not necessarily. Um, like funny ideas, but like uh, uh, the way that they do it theatrically, yeah. um, and uh, like I've seen, like I've seen people do like multiple characters before, just one person. Like in improv, a lot of times people will do that. They'll play, you know, two different people and like go back and forth. I'm like, oh, that's really funny. We can put that into a sketch and just make that our own. Um, doing things like that, and then uh, just watching, and then kind of taking that all together. And what we like to do is usually tell a story. Um, even if it's a loose story, and you know, sketch comedy stories are, you know, usually pretty loose. But um, yeah, like it, that's kind of yeah. like what we did with this, you know, with this show. Um, we had well, we, you know, we did like John said, we did our first show in Rutherford, August '09, um, and then we we did two shows after that um, in like September and then October. But like the first show that was just, you know, me and John decided like we were just gonna focus on like sketch comedy theater was in January so we've really been doing like seriously like going to UCB and doing shows and looking at all that stuff for about a year now and um, I would have to say like our shows have definitely come a long way from like where we started and it's because we're always constantly like trying to reevaluate what we're doing and a big thing we do too uh, we'll, we'll try and see like what's the difference between a video sketch and a regular sketch like sometimes we'll write something and be like all right like this just isn't gonna work on stage it needs quick cuts it needs this and it needs that or sometimes we'll write something for a video and be like, actually, this is kind of longer. It's going to work better on stage. It's going to have a better flow. And I think like there's this big distinction between choosing like which, which like which way you're going to go. And um, we've been seriously at it for about a year. So I think like, um, you know, it hasn't been that long. Like it hasn't been that much time. So we're, we're kind of still figuring out like what works the best. Like even after this show we had the other day, we were like, oh, like it's going to be a little different on Sunday because like we're just constantly trying to tweak things and make them better and make things flow better and uh, a big part of that's like telling a story you know because it's like we're inside joke films and 
people might be a little confused, but I think even our sketch show kind of tells a story. You know, it's not a movie, but like there's definitely like this like through line and these characters that we get to see in all these situations that you would see in a movie. And uh, that's kind of like where we're rooted, you know, in like telling these like character stories. So in the show on Thursday, it's it's kind of like you guys are the overlying narrative is that you're sort of like high school kids, right? right? Yeah. (laughs) And then are you just, are you brothers or are you, I was a little confused about. Yeah. Because there's a dinner scene where it seems like maybe you're like one big family. Right. Yeah. So you're brothers. Right. Right. Okay. I I think we, yeah, we, we pushed them more to the the fact that we were brothers. um, um, But like brothers that, come from different, different families from different families from yeah. different mothers really yeah <laughs> brothers from other mothers um which was and then our family it combined um so the, yeah that family uh family dinner scene um it's like uh the father or john's father and rami's mother like married right and uh but that's not right true but no it's not <laughs> no true. that's not, not is, true. is that something that like you two as characters have done consistently or is that just like this show yeah we've, we've done like our f- very first show it was called um what colored people say in private and that's like where that sketch came out of it was like this thing where we were um because i'm i'm uh i'm from egypt i'm arab and john's uh black like he said he doesn't know where he's from or why he's here but um <laughs> um, not quite what i said but you said something okay. like that but um basically we like we kind of took this 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 story of trying to figure out you know, what colored people say in private. And we did like these like fake simulations of um, race in the past, race um, at like the current point and then race in the future. And this one sketch with family dinner was like race at like a point where like, it's like a hybrid race kind of thing. And like, it was kind of this like science-y themed show. We had like a lot of fun it with it. It was a mockumentary. Yeah. yeah, it was like a mockumentary of like us being scientists, like analyzing this whole thing. And uh, it was so much fun. And, and that sketch we had like the most fun with. So we were like, we should really work this in with like our Rami John, like teenage characters and, and bring them, you know, kind of like into that and that kind of like justifying them always being together. Yeah. So to specifically answer your question, like, no, we didn't start doing the brother kind of thing until literally this past September, 2010, um, when we did sketch prop and we took, we like had written some new sketches and took like one or two old sketches and we realized that we had like a full story between all of them and with just like some little bit of tweaking here and there we made that full thing and like realized it, w- it would be best if we were like both in high school both like brothers um um and we explained that through you know i don't know i mean it's not it's not the most yeah it's not the most limited. cohesive thing but like the characters are definitely like i think in each sketch like have like their own you know their own thing that comes out and um yeah i mean like it's cool watching all these sketch shows that we've seen this week too because it's um, I've seen like a lot of similarities and like well, where there'll be certain characters that kind of are doing the same thing in sketches but you know there's definitely like a clear line and that there's a difference between the first sketch and the third sketch and you mm-hmm. know and, and, and I think that's kind of refreshing too you don't want to keep seeing the same thing what I think is really interesting is that you guys come from like you're definitely one of the younger groups here you know like there's right. there's people of all ages doing this stuff, but you guys are towards the younger end of the spectrum. And I feel like you, you know, John, you specifically talk about being inspired by YouTube Mm -hmm. and like funny YouTube videos. And then, but then there's a combination of that with, 
being in New York where you're seeing, you just have like tons of like groups that are, that you can look at as like role models or, you know, inspiration and more of like a traditional kind of background. And then, so it's kind of, it's interesting that you're like blending those two things together, right? you know, and like trying and like figuring out the, the balance of those things because it used to be that doing like a funny sketch video was a lot harder. Mm. And now, you know, any 12 year old is like, can make a funny video on YouTube. And so, so what was it that made you decide to be more serious about it? Um, I guess it was just like, it was, it was a couple things. One, I really liked doing it like a lot. Um, it's, it's awesome to be able to, to create your own material and perform in it. Um, and I think sketch comedy is one of the, the easiest vehicle, you know, that you can do that. Um, you know, I like acting too. I like straight plays, but like, it's a lot harder to put those up and, you know, usually a lot more money goes into it. Like, um, of your own money goes into it and, uh, it's harder to get that scene. Whereas sketch comedy, I saw that as more of an open, um, you know, uh, it's, it, the comedy world is so, uh, loving like inclusive i mean once you kind of get in like everyone like supports each other you know everyone collaborates um and uh just and also i i saw i would go and i would see shows of people like i never saw before and then like all of a sudden like i would two weeks later i would see them in a commercial and i'd be like oh yeah oh my goodness like yeah and, and that's I, just sort of like standard yeah standard thing like going consistent on basis there. yeah like com- yeah we were know. watching tv the other day and it was like you know, three commercials in, in the span of a, like an hour or two. And I was like, yeah, that like all those three guys I've seen at UCB. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it's kind of so cool to see so that. So how does that change how you think about it? Like, do you think about it? I mean, is your goal to be doing comedy professionally? Yeah. I mean, like it's, the, and does it's, that seem like a more realistic goal because you see your peers like doing that sort of thing? Absolutely. Yeah. It's so encouraging to go to the theater and then see these, see these like, you know, we were we were looking at um, like for example Jeff Hiller when we were watching him. Like we see him at UCB all the time, and then he's in Broadway and he Bloody was Bloody Jackson, he's, yeah. yeah, Blood Buddy Andrew Jackson. I've seen him on commercials. I saw him uh, in a movie, and I'm just like, this is awesome. Like if you really work at it, you can do all these other things that you want to do, and that's something that you know we're you know John trained at NYU, and I'm in acting school right now, and I think like it's great to do sketch comedy and also be trained as an actor because it, it it's it's like John said, it's easy and it, not easy in the sense of like anyone can do it, but I feel like it's easy as compared to a play where you don't need a lot of money. You know, comedy doesn't need a huge budget. It just needs good ideas. And I think that that's something that while doing that, I think it's going to open up other opportunities. And it's also just so much fun. That's got, you know, what you're talking about, the budget there, that's got to be one of the really freeing things about doing the stage yeah. stuff versus mm-hmm. the video sometimes where like, because it's black box, you know, or like there's very minimal props involved you can kind of bring any idea to life on stage in a way that you couldn't on video because people would be like oh that doesn't look real or you know that's not that's obviously not a bank you're in your living room you know like that like (laughs) but on stage you're like we're in a bank and everyone's like okay they're a bank you know absolutely so is that the kind of thing that you're talking about as far as like figuring has that happened before where you're like oh logistically this is gonna be hard too hard to make as a video but we could do it on stage. Like tell, I would like to hear a little bit right. more about that distinction of like having that kernel of an idea and then deciding which 
route to go. And also if there are time, if there's been any time when you've tried to do the same piece in both. Hmm. Mm -hmm. There actually had one sketch. Definitely. Um, it was called, uh, teen suicide is not funny. And we made it, that was one of the first sketches, video sketches we made. Um, and, uh, it was all right. I mean, like it, you know, uh, uh, I, we got like fairly good, like feedback from, uh, our fans, I guess at the time, our friends and, um, our friends, our friends, our, friends. <laughs> well, our extended friends, are, fans yeah. and our, our friends, our, extended our friends, 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 like people don't like, not just people we like people we like know from high school or like people like their brothers and their sisters or the so. PTA. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, we, uh, we did it as a video sketch and then we wound up taking it. Oh, well, YouTube stripped the music cause we, you know, used copyrighted music, which we don't do anymore, but that's what we did at the time. And, and then, uh, you YouTube took it down because uh, they started getting more strict with yeah, that. Yeah, they got when yeah, and uh, so uh, it was taken down. And then, like a couple months later, I was like, you know, I bet we could do this as a uh, as a stage. You know, I bet we could do the same. Like we were like, nobody's monitoring yeah, that nobody, music. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, uh, and so <laughs> if, we if did. all those copyright holders only knew. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and we did it. And um, I don't know. Like we only did it twice. The first time we did it, it got like a fairly good response. It was at UCB um, at uh, Backyard Brawl, which is like their monthly uh, sketch competition. Well, I guess we won that Can you, round. What is this? The sketch? What's the premise? Um, the, the, uh, okay. the premise of the sketch is um, I'm talking. It starts off with me crying on the phone with my girlfriend, uh, ex-girlfriend, and she won't pick up. So she's I, just broken up. She's with just you. broken up with me. Yeah. So I, I hang up and I decide I'm going to commit suicide. So I. It's like this, like. Um, really funny montage of me trying to kill myself and like these ways that I'm like too afraid to do and so I end up like hanging a noose and then I'm about to do it and then uh out of nowhere John like pops up magically dressed like this like crazy 70s guy um singing uh the like singing the song everybody plays the fool and um the lyrics of that song are like kind of really went with like the whole thing we were doing and and it was him trying to initially trying to convince me not to commit suicide, but then the more he got to know me, the more he kind of encouraged me to do it. Through the song um, still? Through the song, through yeah. The song. <laughs> so basically the song was used as a break. Like, I mean, I mean, uh, that's how they, I, I got the idea from the sketch from the song because the, their lyrics are like, everybody plays a fool, you know, uh, <laughs> there's no exceptions to the rules. Listen, like, it's, it's like those song is trying to talk the person out of uh, suicide almost it sounds like <laughs> to me it sounded like when I was listening to it one so day so that's how you got the idea so that's how I got the idea the and uh, but then like basically the twist was like I started singing to him and then I would be like I would make fun of him like oh look at you like you're what are you wearing wow you should kill yourself and then be like oh wait wait I'm sorry and then go back to so it's basically like oh Kyle tagged as the worst fairy godfather of all time um, and uh, yeah I mean we did it at we did it at UCB and it was it, it went over kind of well. I thought, yeah, no, it started off well, and then it just kind of like yeah, and went then it weak. dropped. Because the I thing the I'd... video did was John would like pop in and out, like, and so that was a video effect where he would literally disappear, mm -hmm. and so that's obviously something you can't do on stage. And that was towards the end of the sketch, um, and that actually on stage, that's where the sketch stopped getting funny. So in retrospect, it's kind of like, oh yeah, well, duh, it, it, it stopped getting funny because our joke at the end was a video trick, and then we couldn't do that on stage. And then we didn't really adapt it so that we could do without it. Um, and then we ended up just not really doing that sketch again. We just wrote new stuff. And I think since then, we've mostly been writing stuff that's like strictly for stage or strictly for video, except for a few things that we wanted to be videos. And then we kind of like were like, maybe we should try and do them on stage. And that's where we actually did the pointless conversations. 
um, like those were initially going to be videos. And then we were like, you know what, actually these would be really good in between our set, like our set changes, like, mm -hmm. you know, and like they would help us like clear the stage while still doing something. Cause the thing is we never have anyone like doing stage hands or anything. It's like just the two of us putting up any kind of sets and, you know, taking them down or whatever. So, uh, we were like, let's like do some transitional stuff if we want to bring in, you know, tables or sets or whatever. And, and have these conversations between and the first time we did them uh in our full sh in our full show in july at the people's improv theater it went over really well and they were initially written as video sketches but we used them as transitions and that was you know that was really good mm -hmm. so it's kind of like figuring out like what the joke is if the joke doesn't need a video if it doesn't need an edit if it doesn't need this then you know it's possible to transition but like i think overall it's better to kind of keep them separate yeah i mean mm -hmm. usually when you're when we're writing we have in mind like this is going to be a video sketch or or, or this is going to be um, a stage thing and that and that's I mean usually for my for this for my stage ideas for sketches I I think of like what I want to do on stage before I think of like like physically you mean? yeah like yeah. physically yeah actually yeah like, like for Monday for Monday morning when we do the the whole dance routine kind of we're waking up and brushing our teeth and all that stuff like an, literally I heard the song. Um, it's Wizards in Winter by Trans Siberian Orchestra, and like, I was like, this would be hilarious to do something to this song, like just like a choreographed, choreographed to this song, and then we like were like, okay, what can we do? It should be something mundane, and then we were thinking, and then like we were like, oh, okay, we should like just waking up in the morning and like doing a routine, and we're do doing it together, um, and we listened to the song, and we just thought of different things, and like evolved from there. Um, whereas like a video sketch, I will get an idea first, like, like, uh, I don't know. Well, I, what, what's like NYU well, I mean, yeah. is like a story. Like I, like, it's like, I, I just thought like, oh, everyone goes, like everyone congratulates you when you get into NYU and like, there's all these things, but then like the school also has like 30,000 people who go there. So like after you get out, if you're not doing anything, that doesn't matter anymore. So like, so, so it's, I just thought it'd be funny to like have like something that represents that about a kid going to NYU. You know, everyone congratulates him. Every, everything's like the best in the world. And four years later, he goes, tries to get a job. And the only thing he has to show for himself is that he went to NYU. So he doesn't get the job. And then he goes back to town and everybody hates him now. Like, so the exact opposite of that. Um, and uh, so I thought the, of the idea first and then I wrote that out. Whereas like usually most of the stage stuff we think of, you know, like copycat. Uh, we like copy yeah. each other. Like we're like, oh, it'd be funny if we were just copying each other. Yeah, and then stage. it came. And I remember like our jogging sketch. Um, it was when, it was when I had like really long hair, and when I and so like we'd play basketball, and I put a headband on, and I looked ridiculous. And then we were like, because my hair would move so much <laughs> even with the headband. Right. And then we were like, it'd be so funny to just start a sketch with you running on stage, like smiling like an idiot, with your hair bouncing back and forth. And then we just, you know, kind of like you know, ended up brainstorming and, and came up with that sketch. And it's like one of our favorite to perform because it's just like really physical and um, it's just so much fun. And that's kind of like what ends up happening with the stage stuff. You know, we just, what do we want to do on stage? Because that's what's fun. And the videos are definitely rooted in more specific ideas. Do you think the physical stuff makes it easier to, for the crowd to get into it? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, speaking about sketch trips that inspired me, new excitement. Who they're all, they also perform at uh, Sketchfest. I think they perform. They're performing tonight, uh, tonight, tonight yeah. Friday, and Saturday, and Saturday first right. weekend. Yeah. And um, they, they're that's a sketch group that I saw at UCB, um, and I was like blown away because their yeah. physical comedy is amazing. Like they're they're really good. And um, after watching that, I was like, this is 
I mean, you know, clever words. Um, I like, I love, I love doing that stuff when we, and, you know, we do it sometimes too. But like, there's something about phys- physical comedy that's so universal, you know, that like people, like even when you're, um, I don't know, like there, there are certain like uh, sketches where uh, some people like it, but you need the like right crowd for it. Or you'll make some pop culture reference that, like, if people don't understand it, then, like, they won't laugh. Or, like, you know, you're using play on words that if people, like, aren't, like, with you, they're they're not going to laugh. But, like, physical comedy, like, if you're doing it right, like, everyone's laughing. Yeah. And uh, so New Excitement, like, they would, they would do that. And so uh, that that's, like, uh, that's where I got my inspiration. Like, we started to do more physical stuff than we used to do. Um, and now, like I guess, a lot of our show right now we is slap physical. each other a lot. We slap each other yeah. a lot, and and, and lot. that crossed over into videos too. We were like, yeah, that's just something like <laughs> we want to do more of. We had some comments on YouTube that said more slapping, and you know, we had to listen. <laughs> I mean, we're just giving. I listened people. to all YouTube comments. We do slap each other a lot. Like that guy who told me I, my pimple was big on YouTube on that so one video. How, you listened and did what? <laughs> I started, uh, I went to a dermatologist. I was Are like, you after that? That's why? Not because like, <laughs> yeah, not because I was not, getting, not because you want to get clear skins. It's because a guy on YouTube. On YouTube. You. That was, no, you no need no an instigating instinct. I need somebody. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to think I'm like, like, no girl said anything about it. Like your no, parents, I, like, you know, not no, your friends was, or peers. It, it was, was like, him. It was a random guy on YouTube. Yeah, it was okay. him. I liked the comment and, uh, I subscribed. And you subscribe. I subscribe to him. If he, maybe <laughs> he I might get your some, life. I might get some further advice like, from maybe, him. Maybe maybe his videos have something. <laughs> he doesn't make no no. He doesn't make videos. He no, just no, no, comments. He's purely a commenter. He just, like, He's just out there. He favorites videos. I'm sure you have to watch his. Yeah, he he favorites stuff, but he's very much just out there looking out for everybody. Ah, um, he looked out for you, dude. Yeah, no. Um, your your skin is much clearer now. I, it is. It is. Thanks to him. Yeah. Uh, so shout out. I don't remember his username, but uh, shout out. He he's probably listening to this. Can you? describe the video that you used to start your show i mean i don't want to spoil it necessarily mm. for people who oh might. you can spoil actually oh, we can spoil it yeah i'll talk about that did you put it so, on youtube yet no we're gonna put it on youtube okay. tonight so you could see You're it on YouTube. Put it up. oh i can link to it then. yeah you can link yeah. to it yeah we're gonna put it up tonight so um the video basically i guess it starts start, the show no, nobody knows this right now because it starts the show podcast you can't tell it's a podcast so i woke up uh two months ago with this horrible headache and so I go to the mirror and I like start washing my face and then I felt like my face was really numb on uh, on my left side of my face and and so I start like I kind of tried to smile a little bit and I could barely do it so I kind of was like massaging it a little bit trying to get it to work and then it worked a little more so I like I was like all right you know what I think I just had a migraine uh, I'm just gonna go to sleep I woke up three hours later and I couldn't move my face at all um, and so. It was kind of scary at first, but I went to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you have this thing called Bell's palsy and you're not going to be able to move that side of your face for three to six months. So it's been like two months. Three to six months. How do they, is that just specific? They don't really know know anything. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, we looked this up, like my, I've had, I've known three other people who've had Bell's palsy, which is like, I, I can't believe it. Maybe I, it's you. Nah, it's me. Well, I it's think so it's me. Yeah, I think no, it's no, John. It's supposed to be really well, and there's rare. been a lot of slapping. So. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Is that the side <laughs> that you I slapped usually? John <laughs> slapped my face so hard. <laughs> but no, they knew nothing. They were like, so I went in. I looked, well, I, first off, I looked it up on Google at like 6 a.m. Yeah. I was like, half my face is numb. that's what you do when you're sick now. When you're yeah. sick, you just you type in half. You diagnose. I looked it up on Wikipedia. I was like, half my face is numb. First thing that came up was Bell's palsy. I was like, damn it. So I go to the doctor. It like, doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Yeah, it sounds horrible. <laughs> so you go to the doctor and you're like, all right, here's what's going on. Well, that's exactly what happened. So I walk in. It took 
40 minutes of her looking at my face. She leaves the room. She's like conferring with some people about something. And then she comes back and I was like, it's Bell's palsy, right? And she's like, oh my God, how'd you know? Are you a med student? And I was like, no, I used Google. Like, what do you mean I'm a med student? You're like, I, look, I have an iPhone. Yeah, like I just typed in half my face is dumb. It took you 40 minutes and you have a degree. Wow. It was embarrassing for That's her. That's hilarious. Um, she thought I was the smartest person, which was great. I wrote that out for the rest of the appointment. I still had to pay for nothing, but you know, it, yeah, I was like, all right, whatever. Like, this is what I, you know, you can't really control any of that. So there's we, no treatment. There's no treatment. There's you can't no, do anything. They, they don't know how, wait, tell them the reasons they, they thought. Oh yeah. Maybe. So these are, these are the reasons it could be a virus, but we don't know. It could be stress. It could be, um, genetic it could like they had nothing they had no idea they basically gave me any like, symptom it could it, oh they be, said we're it not ruling been, anything it could, out it could have been anything. a wind they said they said did you sleep with your window open because <laughs> no they did not say they that. did yeah they said the chinese call it the wind disease <laughs> did you get hit by a gust of wind and i was like i don't know every day like they're they like do you use fans a lot yeah do you use fans a lot that was i question. remember you <laughs> telling me you were like oh they said uh maybe because you're not eating right or sleeping right i'm like that yeah, i don't know anybody who, yeah in college or nobody like. eats or sleeps right <laughs> and then my you know obviously my parents were like oh it's because you drank red bull a couple times and i'm like i don't understand how you know that's a you know a side effect of that so i started it was pretty cool though i'll have to say because i started doing things that i, I never did I started they were like you need to get relaxed so that your body will heal itself so i started doing yoga which is like really cool um I know that sounds stupid, but it's cool anyway. Uh, I did acupuncture. I've been doing that, which is awesome. I go to this acupuncture place where nobody speaks English. Nice. Um, and I'll go at like six and it's like packed. And I, and I go to the acupuncture in this like small room that is like, it's like an office with an acupuncture bed and like my foot is touching a fax machine and there are like faxes coming in at the same time while I, it's like the most hectic place in Chinatown that I've ever been to. Um, and so, I, but yeah, it was like this whole thing, you know, and it's been for the past couple of months, like really interesting. So we were like, are we going to stop doing shows? And basically no, because you, you can't really tell I have it unless I start smiling, but we smile a lot in our shows. Well, so, to be honest, we did stop doing shows for Yeah, but time. yeah, for, for, you know, we, for the uh, first two months. We didn't do Phil Philadelphia Sketch Festival. It was like two, literally two weeks after yeah. um, Rami got Bell's Palsy and, and we were like, just going to wait it out. We, yeah, canceled the show we were going to do at the pit. Yeah. We were planning on doing a spank. We didn't do that. Yeah, but I mean, like, after two months, we were like, are we going to, like, not do these festivals? Because, yeah. you know, we got in a Chicago sketch fest. We got in a San Francisco sketch fest. So we were like, no, let's do them. Uh, so we made this video that kind of explains it at the beginning of our, of our set. And we were like, basically, if we point it out, it's going to become a funny thing. Um, and it shouldn't really affect, you know, what's going on. And I think it was, you know, I mean... The video went over well, and I think it um, is definitely like you know still led to a successful show, and it was it was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, I mean we had a lot of fun making the video too. Um, not to give too much away, but basically you know it's it's kind of a video of John being really freaked out, uh, which as probably all, as all people rooted will, in truth. would be if they saw Rami's face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say, not not I didn't expect. I mean, I didn't know that this was going on. So, mm -hmm. and like, even though I'd watched your videos, you know, there's nothing about that there. So when it was the first thing before you came out on stage, I'm like, as an audience member, I was thinking, so is, I, you don't is know if it's real or not. Is, right? like, yeah, yeah. is this like a bit they're doing? Because, <laughs> because it's sort which of... Is, which is why, see, I did have, I, I was wondering about going out on stage and, 
and just saying that Rami really does have Bell's palsy, I and we it, documented the experience. Well, and then and then when you're doing the show, you it's not like as severe. Uh, severe well, it only it's only apparent every once in a while, right. like yeah. when you're making certain facial expressions or. You know, or if you're being real physical on stage, you're not necessarily. It's not like immediately you come out on stage and you're like, "Oh, he's got Bell's palsy." You it know was definitely I mean? worse when we shot the video, I think. Yeah. too. Yeah. So like, it was you started doing the sketch when you came out on stage and you're doing the live physical stuff. At first, that wasn't there wasn't even any like confirmation of, "Oh yeah, this is a real thing." And then because it kind of comes and goes some mm-hmm. more than times at more than others, then I was also like. So are they, is this like a thing he's this pretending? <laughs> like, is this his character and then it's going to come back later? You oh know what I mean? Because especially when you do a video that's like the very first thing, right, you right, think yeah. maybe it's like setting up something for later or like maybe there's going to be some kind of bookend thing. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, is this like a character thing you're doing where like you're, you want to keep it up? Because it wasn't like always consistent. And then as the show goes on, you start feeling like, oh, maybe that's just... Like just how it how yeah. how it is, but like it wasn't even really until the show ended and you made no mention of it that I was like, okay, I, th- I think that was a real thing they were <laughs> <laughs> like, like talking yeah. about. Well, it was kind of this. It was so funny too because there's like no, there was like no timetable, so we were like, okay, it's December. And we were like, clearly it's been a month and a half or whatever. It's not fully healed. We don't know what it's gonna be like. So let's just make this thing. And I think now at this point, it's definitely not as bad. I mean, it's definitely still clear. But um, yeah, we, we didn't want to like, I guess, point it out too much because we kind of wanted to like kind of stick to our material because we just really like our material. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yeah, I mean, we'll definitely address it with the video. I think the video is just a funny video in general. Um, and then, yeah, we were just like, let's just do that. And uh, yeah, we, we were, that was kind of a thing we were debating. Like, should we address it even more? And we kind of didn't want our show to become about it. You know, yeah. uh, we kind of wanted to like, you know, just just make it part of right. it but i did have that i did have that suspicion that people would uh, would think maybe it was like a gimmick or like a part of like the show that we <laughs> like we were just making like oh like i don't know randomly chose well especially at like a sketch fest where you're, sketch seeing, exactly. you're seeing so many different groups right that there are a lot of groups that end up um faking diseases doing, well, no, <laughs> well sometimes there's a lot of groups that sort of do meta stage stuff right, where it's right. like they're maybe doing commentary on what sketch comedy is or right. they're you know what i mean mm-hmm. like um the group that performed uh there was a group i saw last night after you guys um called teenager of the year right. and their show is very like kind of I self-referential heard. um uh we know this is a show we're putting on for you and we're going to talk about it kind of thing. So you never know. Like Mm -hmm. this. And and I think when you're seeing so many groups in a row and they know they're performing for a lot of other performers too, since it's a sketch festival, there's always, you kind of go in anytime there's anything going on like that. You're a little bit like, uh, all right, what's this? What's really going on? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) What's the experience like for you? Uh, at a festival Have you been to other festivals Like this In New York Or anywhere else Or performed at any Well I mean We did uh, We did uh, Chicago Snub Festival Last June um, Which was A festival For groups That got snubbed From other festivals To give you a quick timeline It was like the That first August 2009 show We did The first live sketch show we did ever We used that video That we did uh, From the show And submitted it To Chicago Sketch Fest For 2010 um, And 
clearly didn't get in because it was like our first it was our first show. ever show it yeah. wasn't you know what it was and we were a three-person group then you know it, it definitely wasn't like worthy enough to get in um but <clears throat> because we got snubbed the for 2000 uh we also were able to submit that um for the was... 2010 snub festival in chicago uh-huh. um and we used the same video and we got into there uh, uh which was awesome um, but then we got there and we were like, yep, we're actually a two-person group now. Um, Kyle Kyle kind of dropped out, had dropped out for the time. And uh, so we went in there. Uh, we had totally new sketches. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it wound up being a contest. Like, there was, like, a last snub standing contest. of uh, There were, like, five other, there were four other sketch groups, I guess. And yeah. um, and we won. We won, like, the Audience's Choice Award and the uh, Judge's Choice Award. Um and that was great, though. I mean, like, not just winning, but just meeting the other sketch groups um, mm-hmm. was awesome. And then when we, we did a sketch prov, um, which was a, also a competition at the People's Improv Theater in New York, um, there was a bunch of, like, I think it was, like, 16 sketch teams and 16 improv teams. And it was, like, a bracket style. So the improv teams faced each other, and the sketch teams faced each other, and the winner of the sketch bracket faced the winner of the improv bracket. Mm-hmm. And we made it to the finals um, and then lost to Swords, the improv team. Because um, uh, their improv was phenomenal. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> in, in New York, what's the the deal as far as like, is there a division of the sketch and the improv people, or the or is it pretty like everybody gets along? Like, oh, wait, I wonder cool. how how is it in Chicago? Because in New York, I feel like, um, no, I mean, I guess there Does is everybody kind of do both. Or I think a lot. I mean, like, I feel more like it's people, more improv. More, like, there's more improv. Like, the focus is more on improv. Definitely in the theaters, like. Like UCB and the People's Improv Theater, it's called the People's Improv Theater. Uh, they their focus is more on improv. Like their improv classes, are, oh, I'm, I may get in trouble for saying this, but their improv classes are much better than their sketch classes. Like at UCB, uh, yeah. And um, well, I think there's just more. But there's you know just what more. I mean? yeah. There are more. Like there's, a more, it, there's a, more of a demand for it. And therefore, the, you will see improvisers cross over into sketch. I think more so than sketch crossing over into Im- improv. Yeah. But we, I mean, like, not that, not that you won't see that, because, I mean, you definitely do, but um, I, I, I always think, uh, I think that person, you know, we've done sketch comedy, but we're taking improv classes as well. We want to be well-versed in that, too, because I think the two definitely correlate. Obviously, Saturday Night Live, you know, um, all those people, a lot, or a lot of them, you know, went to Second City, they studied improv, and then they came to start doing sketch, and, like, they yeah. used the improv They ideas inform each other. Right, they inform each other. So. I would have to say, though, like, in New York, I definitely know more, like, strictly improv people than strictly sketch people. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, like, I can't think of as many people who, like, that I know that are just in a sketch group. Most of the ones that I know are doing sketch, improv, and yeah. stand-up. You know, like, it's, so it's kind yeah. of, like, I feel like everyone's kind of trying to, to Right, I said that opposite. You're, yeah. That's yeah, it. more like yeah, sketch people like will have gone into improv, um, or I, I don't know. I don't know where their where the origin comes from, but there is a divide. There's more 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 improv. There's more. There's improv. more improv, but I, I feel like you know it's not like uh, I feel like everyone kind of like is collaborating and like doing shows together. Like an improv group will open for a sketch group, mm-hmm. vice versa. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, especially at the People's Improv Theater, it's kind of like... So you don't have the sketch people being like, oh, improv. No, 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 nothing like that. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't think definitely that, not. Definitely not that at definitely all. Not like, that. as far as, like, mentality, like, everyone's just like, oh, comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what yeah. it is. Like, is it comedy? Like, oh, like, great. Like, to the average person, like, I mean, people still... Like, we've been doing this for a year now, and, like, 
close friends of mine will still be like, how's, how's your, your improv game? group? Yeah, how's your improv yeah. group? Like, yeah. how's your improv people show People think go? it's the same thing. And I'm like, oh, it's sketch. And like, most people don't even know what They're sketch like, oh, yeah, is. yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I told this guy the other day, he was <laughs> like, oh, where are you from? I was like, New York. He was like, oh, why are you in Chicago? It's Chicago Sketch Fest. And he was like, what's sketch? And I was like, you know, sketch comedy? And he's like, what? Like, yeah. Saturday Night Live. Like, I have to reference shows. Like, yeah. this person... <laughs> At my job, like I work at this restaurant, and this uh, woman came in. She was from London, and I said sketch comedy. She didn't know, and I was like Monty Python. She's like, oh, okay, yeah. Like I have to like <laughs> reference shows for people to understand what sketch comedy like, is. But improv, that, everyone knows what improv is. I guess because whose line is it anyway? Yeah. You know, imp- like they use the word improv, and even though people know what Saturday Saturday Night Live is, they they don't like think of it as sketch comedy. I mean, I myself, like I, before we even got into sketch comedy, I didn't even know that there, that world existed. I really didn't. I didn't know that there was like all these like sketch groups like that yeah. there were festivals I mean, why and all would these you? Why would yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But I mean like I heard of UCB, you know, um, and I knew there were improv groups, so like I knew that was a thing. I just didn't know sketch comedy was as big as a thing as it as it is. So what about your perception of Chicago? Like what did you think about Chicago well, before coming here? I think like I knew Second City was here and I I own and all that stuff and I knew a lot of the people who, you know, Saturday Night Live, founded UCB, all that stuff, were rooted here. Um, but it, it was kind of until really this weekend that I've been like, whoa, this really is kind of like, like you said, like the mecca of comedy. We were sitting on well, the... Well, sketch. Or, or, I think, I feel like, I mean, sketch and definitely improv are both right. very yeah. well represented here because of Second City and IO. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, we were sitting on the bus and just randomly two guys behind us were talking about their improv classes and I was like whoa yeah. it's kind of like there's everywhere yeah it's a lot there's a lot of groups here yeah which you can see represented here in the festival obviously too right, of course you know um but I guess maybe in New York there's just a lot of people doing all kinds of different entertainment yeah stuff yeah right? like so many people are like you know um I was in this thing in um in May it was called the Arab American Comedy Festival and it's really interesting to me that so many people in there you know they're in a comedy festival but like would like don't do improv don't do sketch groups don't do any of that stuff they're they're just like actors you know and a lot mm-hmm. most of the people in New York are just actors you know like they're and they're trying to find you know agents or whatever and all that stuff but they're not really like you know they're not writing their own stuff or like improv or anything like that yeah. they're just trying to you know they're just yeah. trying to act which is like, which is cool too but yeah basically um and I think uh, one of the reasons uh, there's so many like acting schools in New York, there's so many colleges that do acting. Like, and NYU even their acting program is very big. So like every every year, you know, these the, all these kids graduate, they get out, and they have these degrees in acting, and they want to do something. Like I know at least, and I'm sure there's 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 more at least like six like theater companies started from like my graduating class, and like they're trying to do plays, and they're doing this, and they're doing Shakespeare, and. Like there's so many small like theater companies doing like plays at like either, like from like small like basement you know theaters. Do you, do you and, think that kind of stuff influences the sketch uh, and improv? I mean, I don't know. Just being I'm in that sure. environment, I, I think like it it inspires creation definitely. Like kind of like being. I think actually, you know what? I think it actually elevates the comedy world there because because. Um, you can do shows at like a quicker pace because you could be involved in like different projects um, at like at, at a pace that's more that's just, I guess just much quicker and more like accessible because comedy's cheap in New York. You know, we the shows are like five dollars, ten dollars on the weekends, 
and like that's it and like whereas like a, a like a play that like my friend will invite me to is like 14 18 dollars yeah um and like and it's not it's also like you go and like sometimes it's not really good where comedy like even when comedy's not that good like you're drink people are drinking and like it's, it's fun you know it's fun and uh you probably can see one or two groups at the same time and uh and like so you know when i tell like my actor friends that i'm doing comedy i'm doing like this and this like they're like man you do so many shows like that's that's awesome and like because new york is like a theater you know that theater environment and like there's a lot of actors like I think comedy is respected more. Yeah, and and you brought up you know the thing about YouTube, and I think it, it's kind of like this. Definitely, our generation is definitely kind of this thing of like quick. You know, like you want like you want to see like a quick sketch. You want to see like a quick thing. You want like that punchline and like you know you get and that's something we do in our shows. Where like we'll we'll bring in video and live, and like people are really into seeing these like mixed media like comedic things. Um, like, you know, I, like Britannic, for example, who we really like, I saw them on YouTube first and then I went to their show and it was like a, you know, a very integrated video and, and live thing. And so it's, it's like kind of like a really, uh, something that a lot of people are looking for. You know, I know a lot of my friends, even though they're not like in the comedy world, now they are like after seeing just one of our shows. Like I know people who didn't do it at all. They saw one of our shows and now they're seeing like other sketch comedy groups. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think it's kind of something that like from YouTube and stuff, people just want to go see in person and like make it like an activity that you go and see um so yeah definitely like it's definitely like like huge do you ever think about like does the youtube stuff seem more like for everybody and the theater stuff seem more inclusive sometimes i mean i mean like i guess yes on the on the fact that like anybody could make a video and like get it on youtube and therefore it could be seen by anyone whereas um UCB, um, like we we started performing at the People's Improv Theater first because we couldn't get into UCB. We we're like UCB, like it, it's such a premier place now in New York for comedy that like so many groups are trying to get in, trying to perform there. They and even though they do shows every night, um, the space is limited. So um, you know usually you have to get involved in that community first, take some classes, you know get to know some people, um, and really work on your stuff or have your stuff have been somewhere else and well received and therefore come to New York and do it at UCB before you can really start to do shows there. And um, uh, uh, some of the other, some of the other, like the People's Improv Theater and there's also like Magnet, um, it may be like a little bit easier to get into, um, but uh, it's definitely like something where, you know, you do you have to work at it. Like you, you definitely have to have your stuff really together. Whereas YouTube, like our, with the first videos we started doing, like weren't really, like by our standards, you know, weren't really that good. and um, um, but it was okay because they still got seen and people still liked it, and we were allowed to like improve and keep doing it, um, and it could still be seen and get like seen by more and more people. Yeah. Grow. Whereas the theater stuff, like, I mean, we we lucked. I think we lucked out. We like stumped because we had that show in Rutherford. We were able to do that first show first and get like that out of the way and start working on it. But um, I know other people like, I I I, I know people from uh, school who like want to do sketch comedy, but they they don't have an in yet. Um, into the mm. theater, into the into those you know theaters, and yeah. they have to work at it and like get an opportunity. You have to look for an opportunity more. Whereas YouTube by like taking a class or by taking class, like- yeah, because I think um, and it makes sense. Like they they like to know you know since because it's a community, you know they like to know you know that you're on the same page as them and uh, and like when you take the class and you get to know people there. Uh, opportunities will present themselves. I mean, that's just, I guess that's the acting world too. Yeah. You know, uh, is, is there a group of people that, that the two of you sort of like 
are like collaborating with other, I mean, I know the videos, there's gotta be other people involved probably like within that scene that you're in, Mm -hmm. in New York, is there like kind of a group of people that you're sort of gravitating towards working with and collaborating with and supporting each other and stuff? Cause that's another thing that I am really see seeing is that, um, not just in the comedy world, but in the art world, like right. any kind of film, like any of these things, there's always like these groups of people that kind of come up at the same right, time right, right. and then they sort of help each other or they just respect each other. They want to work with each other. And so as certain people are kind of breaking through, right. they want the people that they really want to work with, yeah. their yeah. friend, you know, like they kind of like come in waves and then yeah, become yeah, successful. I, like, is no, that, it is a natural thing that happens. So yeah. Is that something that you kind of feel like that there's a group of people that you're like peers right. that you're like yeah there's definitely kind of this like um and you know not to the extent of like what it sounds like but kind of this like uh mickey mouse club mentality you know like where they had like all those kids who were like together like doing all that stuff and then they all ended up like you know taking different yeah. different levels of entertainment or whatever and you know sometimes it's like we'll, we'll be working with all these people and and we'll see them do successful and then we'll have some successes and it's kind of cool because it's like everyone's kind of At you know same, growing and creating yeah. together and it's like you know I'll know people who are doing you know regular theater or who are in bands or who are doing this and that in in the area and it's like everyone's like kind of getting success like for their level you know and I feel like a lot of people we know have like huge success relative to the level that they're at and I think that's something that like um you know we're starting to like be on the cusp of like you know for our level like we're doing successful you know for like what we want to do and like to continue growing and I know I know like um like I said like some musicians who are like are doing really well and it's like oh cool can I use your thing to soundtrack my video and then they're like yeah can you help me shoot a video for my band or uh, a theater company you know they're like yeah we're doing a showcase can you help us out with it can you do some sketches in it and stuff like that so it's kind of like everyone's really you know working together I think John especially with like a lot of people who graduated from uh, from NYU like a lot of people doing a lot of you know different projects like um, they'll be like can you help us host this can you help us do that and, and everyone's kind of like really working together which is which is awesome because mm-hmm. you know it kind of only takes like a couple of people to break through and then everyone it's, helps everyone gonna, out it's really hard to get anything done as a island person yeah like. right 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 <laughs> and it's not as fun yeah yeah. It's, it, it, I mean we uh, well like any like extra actors we need like it's always like people we know um, and uh, it's usually like a specific person like automatically like I'll, I can think of even while writing like I'll be like I know this person could do this or in the back of my mind like there are people that I know that I want to be to have them included and even even if even if we haven't used them yet like in the back of my head I'm like whenever the opportunity presents itself whenever I get an idea that I can use this person I'm going to use them um, and uh, I mean we haven't we I mean like there's no like sp- there's no sketch groups that we've been working with really though yet we haven't found that yet yeah but um but but there are definitely like people who are out there doing other things um, in the entertainment world and either aspiring actors or aspiring musicians or uh, you know people people like that uh, that we've been collaborating with aspiring filmmakers um, you know uh, our friend Garrett Garrett Johnson always helps us film our, our stuff he always like helps like you know, he's the DP yeah. usually uh, Kyle um, usually helps us uh, would help us a lot and it's probably gonna help us more recently and. Uh, yeah, and, uh, our friend like like we said before like Jesse and like they they look at our live stuff Jake they look at our live stuff that we're about to put up and they give us notes um, and so those kind of people like, I always I always know like, who's Jake who's Jake uh, Jake Litzer he's uh, he went to uh, NYU with me graduated with me um, and uh, he uh, he's been u- we've been using him pretty regularly 
at least we did last year a lot um, from like that summer, I guess. July, yeah. and we had a bunch of shows that we were doing. We had a run in July, at the pit in July, and uh, like whatever, like whenever we needed like a third person, um, he'd be our guy. yeah, we he'd be our guy. What kind of do you have like a regular practice schedule or anything, or do you have goals of like, hey, we're gonna do one video a month, or like, do you do any kind of stuff like that? How do you keep yourself constantly motivated and making stuff? Yeah, well, we've been trying to get that. Um, <laughs> we were we were, a month, you mean? We were yeah. almost at a, on the verge of that. Um, before I got Bell's sick. palsy. Yeah. Well, because what it was really <laughs> was like <laughs> the wind disease. Um, the gust of wind stupid disease. Breeze. That's in the wind, in the, the windy wind city, too. Face. I'm scared. Yeah, be careful. I know. But no, just, yeah. I might get the other side. You definitely have goals. But yeah, we, we, have a, we have a lot of goals. And, and for a little bit, it was kind of like, you know, John just got out of school. I'm still in school. But it's kind of like this thing of, you know, really trying to work with like scheduling and, and make all that happen. But Definitely, we were starting like hit a rhythm of like you know we want to get a show written by this point. Uh, we have like we're starting to write a bunch of videos that we want to shoot pretty you know and start putting up stuff like every two weeks at least you know get up a new video because we have like a lot of like like funny short video ideas. Because I mean you know you were talking before about like the difference between um, you know stage and like YouTube and stuff when we were bringing that up and I think like in relative to, we put a lot of energy into doing these theater performances and stuff like that at UCB or at the Pit and coming out to this festival. And I think in the framework of that, we've, you know, been really successful. Um, those were goals in the end of And those were goals, yeah. I mean, like, uh, to be, like, I, I could, we've been hitting a lot of the goals that we want to in, like, a, a quick amount of time, I think. Like, uh, when we want to do our first show, we, we literally put it up in, like, two, like, we, we were like, let's do a sh- let's do a live show. We put it up in two weeks after, after we thought of that, um, in Rutherford. And then after we did that show, because it was so successful, we were like, let's do a show in New York. And we did that like a month later, and got into Sketchprov at the Pit. And then we were like, okay, like let's get like regular shows at the Pit. And we two months that. later we started doing those. Yeah. Yeah. Two months later we did that. So it's like this sense of like, hey, if we are serious and we're like, let's do this, then. Hey, we can make it happen. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can make it happen. It's just going to take mean, trial and error. Like we've had some horrible shows, and we've had some great shows. So it's like, but it's like kind of this thing of like not, you know, not giving stopping. up. You know, yeah. like just like just tweaking, continuing to put. I mean, that's not because I I would see like sometimes I go and I, I see sketch groups and I, I hear that they've been performing for a long time and and um, um and they're good, but like they like I can I can, I can just get a sense that they haven't like moved from like the place that they're at either because they don't they want to like maybe they they like the place that they're at which is you know perfectly fine but um i could see like some people have like been like at the same level of performance for quite some time and i'm like well for us i just did like i never wanted to get complacent with like whatever success yeah. we had like whatever we're doing like I, I i you know i always think that we can you know always keep going to the next level and like chicago sketch fest was one of the things that we wanted to do like from after yeah, let's since like a, a yeah, year and a half ago, yeah. Since, yeah, I mean, like we 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 submitted to like a bunch of festivals once, um, and we got snub. We we uh, didn't get into Chicago or San Francisco, and then we did the snub fest. But then after that, we were like, okay, this year we're gonna get into Chicago. We're gonna get into San Francisco. Um, you know, also we were like, we want to get representation. We wound up getting that through Sketchprop, which is awesome. Um, so like, I guess our next, you know, we we always like set goals for ourselves. Our next thing, I mean. We have a bunch of videos. We do want to do like a video a month, if if not more than that. Um, and we have a bunch of scripts written. Like we're ready to do that as soon as somebody 
All right, so gets rid of we're kind of running out of time, but there's a few other things I want to ask you about. So how about some like quick short answers to it. a few things? Yeah. Um, uh, there's a number of like issues in your show, like even talking about the Bell's palsy. Like, how do you decide? How do you decide what something is like, or like talking about like racism and stuff like that? Right. What do you mm-hmm. decide is off limits, or like this is okay? to be funny about this thing like what's your internal kind of like check on that i think the short answer to that is like anything is fair game if you can present it in a smart way yep like you can't just shout it out like you you know what i mean it's like sometimes you watch comedy and you feel like somebody's on a soapbox preaching and like i never want to feel like we're doing that you know like we in our this most recent show we we took race on by like doing this pretty hectic crazy multiple character scene and i think it's we kind of like really tried to take our performance to another level with it so that we could say something that was on a not so light level. So I can respect anything that, you know, addresses pretty much anything as long as it's done well. Okay. Um, I have a question about music. You've, uh, John talks about being inspired by music. You Mm -hmm. also do some like rap in the show. And I saw (laughs) on, uh, Rami on your profile, it said that you were working on a rap album. Is it a comedic rap album? Yeah, I wrote, I wrote a couple songs with my friend. Um, and yeah, we're kind of like putting it together. My question is, yeah. How do you decide if it's funny rap or serious rap? Oh, um, how do you know what's the difference between making funny music and serious music? And is there a difference? It's a good question. <laughs> well, I think I think it's kind of you know almost the same thing as with the stage stuff. It's like y- you can say whatever you want, but you know be clever with it. And I think um, you know I haven't leaked any uh, many of the songs yet, but um, you know it's kind of a thing where I pretty much try and keep it like more on the light side. I mean, somebody who's like an amazing comedic rapper uh, like Bo Burnham, like he's you know he's awesome and he he does like really smart stuff and it's clever. Um, and when I'm doing stuff like we've we did a we did a rap song, me and John. Um, it was it was pretty serious actually it was a little it was funny but it was a little too serious i think and and it's kind of like uh you definitely want to keep it more on the light side i think yeah okay um what do you, what do you guys what are your expectations coming to like chicago sketch comedy festival what do you hope to get out of this this weekend how do we know like what will feel like success for you um from this experience i guess number 1 was just to meet uh new sketch groups um to find sketch sketch groups that we we can like start following <laughs> to become fans of a sketch groups that at least for me i i like you know just that so um that we can just like be inspired by you know our peers and uh to uh just kind of sit back and just i don't know like collaborate yeah. with people i mean not i mean not necessarily like we're gonna like be doing things together right now immediately but like just in the future like to know to get to know like the players in the game and um um, that's number one for me. Number two, I for me was to get a review <laughs> from our to be on show. this podcast. <laughs> to be on this podcast, <laughs> all right, like, success already hit. Yeah, for me, like I, I was so I was so excited we got in. I was even more excited when I found that we had a pass to see all shows. Oh, I yeah, just want to yeah. see shows. Like I know who, who are you looking forward to seeing? I'm looking forward. Here? I'm looking forward to like tonight's whole slate, mm-hmm. which is like. Um, it's like Elfin, New Excitement, which are actually Elf New York Larry. groups. New Excitement. Larry, yeah. yeah. Um, I but, saw uh, Kelly and Ruders. I think it's Kylie. pronounced Kylie and Ruders. Ruders. Yeah, I really want to see them. I've seen them. They're really awesome. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, we want to see them. I really want to see uh, Tim and Micah. Unfortunately, that's next weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tim and Micah. But I saw them in New York uh, in Fringe, and 
they were amazing yeah. and, and like really inspiring. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of and and really like seeing people that I've never even heard of. So that yeah, was because yeah, really, we know where we're at and we know what we do. So it's like kind of like let's come here and see what everyone else is doing. Yeah. So you're going to be around all weekend seeing shows when yeah. you're not yeah. performing. The, cool. shows, the shows we saw last night were very good. They were awesome. Yeah, they were amazing. I wish I could remember those guys' names. Man one and man two, we saw man that. one, yeah. And the the other two guys, their names, I can't. Hard, yeah, they had hard pronounced names, which I, is yeah. a little unfortunate. I thought our names were hard, but no. Well, there's like 129 sketch groups. Yep. So, yeah. uh, if you're listening, I encourage you go check them out. You guys are performing Sunday, January 9th at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Tickets are 14 dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, thanks, guys. Thank you. For thanks for having us. Awesome to me. I wish we could talk longer. Maybe you'll be back some other time. Absolutely. So uh, I like to finish by letting the guests have like the final say, like say something, and then we go to the music. But there's two of you, so I don't know how to handle this. Do you want to say something together, synchronized? Oh man! And then we'll go, and then we'll cut out. Can we? Okay. Can we do like the word by word? Like we'll just say a sentence. You say a word, and I'll say a word. Okay. You okay. start. All right. Whenever, thanks for listening. Uh, you can email me Kendall at kendallbruns.com. I'm going to be doing a bunch of podcasts with Chicago Sketch Fest guests, so stay tuned. And if you go to the, if you go to kendallbruns.com, uh, there's a thing about the podcast, and I usually do like show notes, so stuff that we talked about, links and that kind of thing are on there. Uh, anyway, so again, thanks to you guys, and go. This was the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. Awesome. That was a lie. But it was great. <laughs> I loved it. I can't say it was the best thing. It, it was my, It was awesome. No, I, I mean, there's been a lot of great things that have happened, but this, well, I'm not this is one of them. It, I'm not taking it back. I'm not taking it back. I'm just clarifying. Cue music. <laughs>